You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast, episode 177. It's a double seven. Get in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Drip Drop. Um, normally, I would put my Drip Drop in my drink right now, but as you can see, I've already done that. I got it in my in the water right there, and Drip Drop was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances like today's race in Indianapolis. Um, it's used by athletes, firefighters, military members, the garage guys, the garage fam. And if you haven't got to try drip drop yet, get over to dripdrop.com, use promo code garage and not garage garage guys, 20 use promo code garage guys, 20, and you will save 20% on your order. Again, that's dripdrop.com promo code garage guys, 20. It's time to rip it and drip it in 2020. Let's Make it, it nasty. Mm, Delicious. Okay, is it, like, Drew. is it a nice, clean taste you got there? Or is it? It nasty? is. And and if if we're gonna stay on the topic for just a second, I will say I did notice that you uh, you were using some drip drop uh, pre Fourth of July festivities to plan for the and challenging post. circumstance and post. And it, and it was worth it, right? I think it's safe to say that that helped me power through these lineups today. I mean, I was working on lineups probably three or four hours and I got to give the credit to drip drop for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And see, you know, like after a long day, you know, like there, there's just some days where like you get so busy, like, you know, you try to hydrate, keep hydrate, drink some water. It doesn't just, it just doesn't hit the spot like the drip. Um, I know that you're a big watermelon guy. I'm a big lemon guy. I like the lemon. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's my least favorite flavor. So we're, we're polar opposite. Mine are um, watermelon and berry are my two favorite. Yeah, I'm not, the, they're, they're all delicious, don't get me wrong, but if I was going to consume one on a daily basis, it's got to be lemon. Lemon. I'm, just, I'm a simple guy. Hey, man. Actually, um, I prefer lemon to orange. I don't like the orange. Yeah. Well, when life gives you lemons, don't yeah. drink orange. The orange yeah. isn't for everybody. I know a couple people that like the orange, but you just got to be like a big orange guy. You know, like orange guy or girl, you got to like grow up on the tang or the sunny mm-hmm. D, you know? I wasn't, I wasn't really me. into that. And, I was more of a Luigi's Italian ice kid. You know what I mean? So I like the lemon. That's where it, that's where it came from. That's where it stuck. Got a little bit of that. that. Oh, I know. But again, yeah. Anyway, Indianapolis, talking about challenging circumstances. Oh, wow. That was a piece of paper in that. Um, oh, you got to drink it. Here we go. Get that paper, boy. Get that paper. Chug it. Wow. Let's see what it says. Here we go. It's breaking. It says use promo code GarageGuys20 at DripDrop.com. Tricked it up on you. Now that's I didn't know they were putting that in their product already. That's a serious commitment to us. That is. They love us. All right. (laughs) Serious talk. Indianapolis. How did you uh how did you like the uh, the little Dega that we had today. Yeah, the little Dega or Daytona. Is that what you're calling it? A little super um, speedway. Yeah, action. I mean, I, 
I don't think we expected that. I don't think anyone did. I mean, looking at prior races, I don't think we've seen anything like that. I don't know if it's to do with the package or if it's to do with not having practice and qualifying, but we saw several people just literally uh, cut a tire. And the uh, I think it all started with the the, the pit, though, right? The pit wreck is, is the first thing, that, the first domino that fell. That was probably, like, the first thing of the day where I realized, like, we're in for one. Like, here we go. So, I, I still have yet to, like, really dig into, like, who caused it. But we do know that Ryan Priest was caught up in that, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Corey LaJoy. Not only were the cars caught up, one of those cars went into Blaney's side and also wedged one of Blaney's pit crew members. Thank God he's, he's okay. He might have a messed up leg, but he was smiling, had thumbs up when he was headed out to the ambulance. So, that's a plus. Um, but yeah, as far as pretty much everybody and their mama wrote about Ryan Priest around the way from what I saw on Twitter today, like all the, the guys that were writing and giving DFS advice, everybody was pretty much using Priest as a power play. Um, and by power play, I mean a guy that is cheap, and that was probably the worst word I could ever use for that. But Did you say a, cheap? I said a, a power play. He was a value play, very big value play with a lot of place yeah. differential upside. Um, but Almost all the value plays got, got screwed some way. Um, I know you mentioned those three guys that were part of that wreck initially, but I read someone's tweet that said basically everyone that ended up being even remotely involved or touching that wreck pretty much ended up uh, wrecking out, either, either current or later in the race. Even True X was involved. I think Blaney was yeah. a little bit around it. Uh, There's a lot of people that were around it that appeared to not be impacted that ultimately did not finish the race, which I thought was bizarre. Yeah, and Justin Algar was one of them as well. First time yeah. driving the 48 for Jimmy Johnson while he's out with COVID. That was another big thing. So, uh, was Jimmy, LaJoy in that? Yeah, LaJoy was caught up in that as well. Yeah. So it was LaJoy and then with Al Geyer, um, with Jimmy, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy's going to, Jimmy's going to be an eight time champion. That's what we've been telling people, right? He's going to, he's going to get in the ring. He's going to not, he's going to knock him dead. He's going to get COVID. He's going to beat it and defeat it. I have an interesting theory about this 48 car, man. And I want you to hear me out on this. Um, I don't think that Jimmy Johnson has regressed whatsoever after today. I think what I've realized is that this 48 car, ever since Chad Canales has left, Chad Canales is a, is a voodoo doctor or a hoodoo doctor, and he puts some kind of juju on this car, right? Okay, so he put a spell on it that will never be able to be good again because he's gone. Yeah. So Jimmy is just like, dude, Jimmy's just like been excellent, but this car just has like the spell on it. Al Geyer gets in the car today, spell, okay? complete just like utter chaos Hendrick needs to bring the five back in 2021 and replace the 48 needs to happen no chance bring the five back I mean I'm I'm four I don't care but there's no I don't the 48's not going anywhere but didn't I, I like your theory um but didn't Jimmy Johnson's problems occur I mean him and Chad can I mean I'm trying to think back when did Jimmy Johnson have his last like really good season and I think he would have had to curse that car while he was still teamed up with Jimmy because his last year with Jimmy was very, very bad, right? 
Yeah. So basically it was just like the things will never be good again. <laughs> and then I'm going to hang out with Byron. Yeah. That was part of the spell. He had to commit to one year of misery himself before it moving on. He couldn't make it look like, you know, it was totally him that did it. Yeah. But, but now right. he's getting paid back because Byron's having a really tough time only winning stages yeah. and, and random other things happening. Um, so yeah, just interesting theory I want to throw out there about that. But uh, sucks that that was Algar's first uh, career yeah, sure. cup race and got knocked out. But it is what it is. Um, continuing on that trend though, with these guys that wrecked out, um, Ryan Newman ended up cutting a tire, and then all of a sudden he started having issues. Ryan was another one of our plays that we had, so it sucked to see him go out. So once Ryan Newman got knocked out. That's when I was pretty much just like, okay. Like, you know, I played him about half of my lineups. I try to diversify as much as possible, you know, and it still just did not matter. Like, it was just, okay, whatever. You know, we're, we're, we're on to Cincinnati type of deal. Um, and I'm sure you felt the exact same way. But I think where it hurt the most, I know for you because we were texting, and probably for a lot of other people, was when Eric Jones <laughs> took himself oh, yeah. out <laughs> – Dude, he – what are we going to do with Eric, bro? What do we do with Eric at this point, Drew? I don't know. Because <laughs> it he – because then he pulls the, the second Pocono race. He came back and won me all the money. Like, I think he finished, what, third or second? Yeah. yeah. So, is it just going to be one of these seasons where he literally either wrecks out or he finishes top five? Because that's what it's starting to feel like. And I don't know. Maybe we just start fading him and Kyle Bush and just hoping for the best and just see if it continues. But we know how that goes. The minute you commit to that path yeah. is the minute that, you know, we'll see. It all thing. changes. Yeah. See, Truex, Truex has never had a great history. At, he's had a decent yeah. history, I think, but not the best at all um, at Indy. So, seeing him get put out, I was like, whatever. I only had him in a couple lineups anyway. Um, but, you know, Truex is one of those guys where typically good track history, he's going to – his driving is going to compensate for whatever else it takes. Um but what we're seeing with JGR is obviously Hamlin has the best team. Um, Chris Gabehart is just knocking them dead, dude. Um, they And he, he said it himself, adapt or die. You know, you got to get in here and figure it out. So what we've really figured out, um, and congratulations to Harvick again. If we have, I don't even know if we've even said that, but congrats to Harvick for winning this race. Um, but Harvick and Hamlin, their teams, their engineers – they, they themselves, they're the guys. They're the two. Um, yeah, it's been um, – I mean, I think prior to this week, I was on record saying Harvick, Hamlin, and Elliott, and Blaney is the top four. And now it seems like even more so maybe Harvick and Hamlin are the top two right now. Um, but we can see it change. And that's the weird thing with the no qualifying and no practice is in a sense everybody's kind of just going at it uh, with less knowns. There's a lot of a lot of variables, and I think some teams are just able to, um, like you said, just they unpack the car and it's ready to go. And it seems like Kyle Busch is somebody that's not able to do that. And it seems like um, Logano is is struggling with it right now, even though he's won a few races this year. Yeah, and even with him, you know, especially with him having you know a new uh, a new crew chief this year trying to get on that same page and make some things work. So, I mean, th these are all things just taken into account. We're at the point now to where I think we've seen enough to know as DFS players, as 
gamblers and as NASCAR fans that we're at this point now where we understand who these guys are that can adapt well and who can't. Um, and, and it changed the landscape. Um, also had to say one thing, shout out to the Twitter account racing Roundtable for signifying the big three in NASCAR, uh, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin and the weather. So those are the big three in NASCAR. So shout out to the, to the racing round table, always a uh, very comedic NASCAR meme account on Twitter. Enjoy a lot of their stuff. Um, but yeah, as this race kept going on, man, uh, you know, we, we did see some guys that we had mentioned in our lives. Of course, Bubba did really well getting a top 10. Um, I was happy to see that for him. Uh, and then some other guys that are in here, I'm looking at this top 10 board right now um, before we, we get any closer into how unfor- the unfortunate ending for Denny Hamlin. But, um, you know, let's just go ahead and talk about that. We got to go ahead and get half the way. That dude hit a ghost car, bro. Like, what happened? He had this race in the bag. It was over. It was over. Yeah. I'm not quite as convinced as you are. I think Harvick could have possibly caught him just because um, a lot of the lap times were looking like more favorable to Harvick. But you're probably right. I mean, and the odds probably showed Hamlin was like a 70 or 80% chance to win that race at that point. I did not expect it. Um, I did not see that caution coming. It usually works where, like, if you see a lot of cautions and wrecks in stage one and two, I always feel like the like stage three would be the 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 stage where it was just basically green flag. So I guess it was like eight laps left when that happened. And I, I kind of was shocked. I thought the, the race was going to run green and it was going to be Hamlin Harvick or Harvick Hamlin. Shout out to Alex Bowman for being the, yeah. the hidden enemy of, of everyone. But Matt Kenseth, good friend, because he gave Matt mm-hmm. Kenseth a good shot. And um, but unfortunate for Hamlin, uh, and especially him wanting to win this race. He's never won here. Um, Harvick getting the back-to-back. But I was at the point, dude, to where when we got down to this, going into Matt Kenseth, man, um, I was at the point where I was like, you know what, screw the DFS lineups, screw the bets. I want to see Kenseth win this race. They were talking about him earlier on and talking about how he was just not able to get in rhythm with the way the car was set up for Larson. So now they, they did some work on it this past week, supposedly. They've got this car set up a little bit more. And I really think that we're about to start seeing Kenseth uh, hanging out more into that top 10, top five range now. Yeah, I feel like we've definitely painted a picture that we've had a terrible DFS day. But we've actually – I mean, I know we nailed um, a few guys, and Kenseth was one that we were – I mean, I think that's the reason why I had such a big day on FanDuel. Um, and I Custer. I, was, I know we didn't really talk yeah. much about him, but in your rankings you had him ranked high. So, yeah, Custer was one the one guy that I wasn't as high on. You know, with me, I know that you play a good, a good bit more lineups than I do. But um, you nailed you nailed the Custer, dude. That's a, it's not a bad thing at all. Yeah. Him and uh, and Kenseth really helped out big time. Yeah, those two. And then I had plenty of McDowell lineups as well. So, it when I saw – so, my instant reaction when I saw Priest and, and Newman go down was like, oh, my God, I'm dead. But then I, I quickly realized that I had um, plenty of, of Custer and McDowell lineups. So, it wasn't the worst day for me. I ended up making a lot of money on FanDuel and losing a good bit on DraftKings. So it was a, it was a good day, but I, I just was so frustrated to see, like, I don't care how many times we do this or we play week to week on Sunday. It, it is it is a killer to see two weeks in a row one of your heaviest guys get knocked out right at the beginning of the race. With Ryan Priest this week. Um, last week it was, what, Tyler Reddick? Yeah. 
Yeah, Reddick. So, I mean, that's two of... weeks in a row that they are scoring like zero or two points or negative two points, and it's it's hard to come back from that. Yeah, yeah. I we were know. lucky. We were lucky that Priest just had the flat goose egg. Because like, I was thinking mm-hmm. that Priest was going to have negative points. Newman was holding holding me back, and Newman held me back in a lot of mine because I played a lot of Newman, played about just as much Newman as I did Priest. So I was really high on that stack. Um, and and that's on me. I should have looked a little bit deeper into the uh, the Custer McDowell. But, dude, Mike Mack. Mike Mack, <laughs> Mike baby. Mack. Mike Mack. Yeah. That's the new nickname. That's, that's Michael McDowell from, from here on out. Mike Mack with the top ten. <laughs> finished seventh in this race. Mikey Mack. Dude, Mikey Mack. Custer finishing in, in what, he was fifth place. Oh, JoJo Slims for Chef Boy. Little Chef Boy special. Garage garage guy likey. What do they taste like? Do they taste just like Oreos? It's like um, a girl that really wants to eat Oreos, and she's looking for your skinnier Oreo. That's what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Or guy. Yeah. Or they. All you need now, all you need now, is some of the uh, the future first ladies, uh, Kim Kardashian's product skims, and um, also you can get you some skinny girl wine to go with it, and then it'll be a, a perfect mm-hmm. trio. Yeah, there you go. I do, I do it with you, bro. There would be no embarrassment. We just rock with it. The slims are good. I tried to cover all my pronouns. Did I get them all? You, yeah, you did okay. He, she, it, they. Yeah, good job. Thank Let's you. Do a round of applause. Everybody. Um, speaking of that, though, uh, before we get into SHR, <laughs> what do, what do you think about – no, I didn't, but it made me remember something. What do you think about Kanye West running for president in 2020? How does this make you feel? It feels very 2020 is what it feels. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's does like, it feel about as 2020 as Matt Benedetto like, flying by Kyle Busch on a race? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, the 2020 uh, Kyle Busch continues. Like, like, I think you put a tweet out there that was – who else was in front of him? Uh, it was, I don't know. I haven't checked his Twitter recently. I might need to. No, I, I saw a tweet that was like, you know, it's 2020. I thought it was your tweet. Maybe not. Oh yeah, I oh, yeah. I said that. I literally what I just said. I was like, you know, it's 2020 when Matt DiBenedetto is is flying by Kyle Busch. Oh, so yeah. like passing Kyle Busch. Very weird. Yeah, just strange times, man. But I saw the meme last night. It was like Kanye's runaway plays. It's got all the kids in school doing the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> like, I was just like, let's go. Why not? Who cares? Throw it up, bro. <laughs> like, throw it up. All right, back to racing. Had to take that pause. Well, who are we on? Michael McDowell? Mike, Mike Mack? Is we're we're on we're? Mike Mack. Yeah, we're talking about Mike Mack finishing in he's seven. Been, um, he's been like a garage guy favorite. I mean, that's like five out of six weeks now. I know he burned us on the second Pocono race. But man, he's been phenomenal. Dude, uh, yeah. But where but where he fails, Nemechek seems to step up. So it's like the the team, just the team in general is like they I don't know, dude. They got some weird stuff going on over there ever since David Reagan's uh, rolled out. That's true. I haven't really thought about that as them as as a team. I haven't really considered that. Um are they just playing like I feel like they're the guys that just don't make mistakes and that's how they're doing this. They're just not making many mistakes, and they're letting the field kind of knock themselves out. I Here for fun, want to stay. You know, yeah. <laughs> Here for fun, but want to stay. The, Easy. the speed is kind of confusing. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, are they running that fast, or is this – David think, Reagan can't be that bad. Uh, I don't know, dude. Like I said, it's just – it was – Maybe they finally figured something out. It seems like they've got a, a couple more sponsors 
this year. So that's that could be a big factor. Too. Money. Yeah, maybe a little bit more money. Kind of like Corey LaJoy getting the Trump pack. Getting the Trump pack in there and then getting wrecked out like minutes on the pit road. Crazy. I bet some people were real happy about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. They also released the uh, the all-star cars. And Corey's car, uh, I'm pretty sure he'll probably be sponsored by that uh, organization that's back in, like, the Republican Party, like, through the whole entire season. And But, like, they had the number placement and all that stuff on it. Story for another day. But um, it's kind of weird. Okay, so he's going to continue rocking the, the, the Trump car? I think for at least a little while, dude. I mean, like, it seems like that organization, it's not Trump that sponsored the car. It's an organization that is supporting Trump or the Republican Party. So I'm pretty sure they're mm-hmm. probably going to have that car wrapped. But, I mean, dude, the way I look at it is like this. Look, politics aside, if they're giving you money, like as long as it's not like the KKK or like some, some shit like that, like I guess take it, whatever. But yeah, it is I didn't, what it is. Whoever was uh, critical of that, I mean, I, I don't blame Corey LaJoy at all. I mean, I, I think that's ridiculous. I mean, he had to lock not, his account. Did you notice that yeah. he locked his account? He's not dictating like what goes on. I'm sure he could technically put up. That's a go fight, fast he, racing. He wants that money, bro. You know, yeah. like he wants to win, dude. I mean, I mean, yeah. I understand that. So from that standpoint, it's like I'm not defending anything whatsoever. I'm just saying the car was out there. The number placement looks weird as fuck, but it is what it is. So, yeah, that's that. But, um, but yeah, I think that maybe, you know, uh, both Nemechek and McDowell, I think that they, they've got a little bit more money going to those cars or something, dude. They have to. Um, so, but yeah, just really cool to see Mike Mack up there, bro. Like, sure. I, I dig that. And hopefully we continue seeing that. I did have some Nemechek. Unfortunately, it just wasn't his day. Um, somebody that really surprised me in this race, other than, um, than Mike Mack and uh, and Custer was Ty Dillon finishing this race in 14th. It was that more. I think that was more of a product of like all the wrecks that took place. But uh, either way, like it's just like it's pretty. It's like the one guy I was like, should I play some Ty? Like, maybe a little yeah. bit. I was right there with you. I felt like I played him several weeks and he screwed me. And this is the one week where I looked at him and I kind of was like, eh, no thanks. That's how it always works, though. So. Yep. Exactly. I mean, think, just think if you had all your um, shares that you had uh, Newman in, if you would have had like some Todd Dillon and McDowell, you know? Right. Yeah. It would have been, would have been great. Would have been great. But good news. Harvick won, did some live bets, hit Harvick as soon as he went into the pits. This oh, yeah. is probably the most exciting part of my day. Um, when Harvick, at the beginning of the race, right before the competition caution, Harvick's going in before anybody else and immediately falls back to the pack. His odds go to plus 800. I hit that shit so fast. And then I really do. Like, I really feel like Hamlin would have won this race if it wasn't for the wreck. But luck was on my side today. That happened. As soon as that happened, I was like, Harvick's got it. This ticket just hit. Phenomenal. I'm going to buy all the Hunts Brothers pizzas. Want them all. I'm just going to chow down some Buffalo Chicken Hunts Brothers. Celebrate the, Har- the K-Harv win for the K-Harv boys back home. And uh, so, yeah. That's incredible. Great, Can we talk day. about that pit, that pit strategy? Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, they just, it's, it's the outside the box shit, man. It's just, it's always like, the outside. We've already, we've already, we've already won so many races this year. We don't need the stage points. Let's just, you know, whatever. We're, we're in it for the long haul. We want to kiss the bricks, bro. Like, yeah. that's the way that they're looking at it. So, I mean, like, I'm all in on that shit, man. You know me. Like, when I see some wild shit like that, I'm just like, oh, like, I'm here. That's so <laughs> funny that you got in, like, 
I mean, props to you. That's you got in at the absolute best odds for Harvick um, all race because I think from that point on he was in the mix to. I mean, he's either leading the, leading oh, he the race or he was easy yeah. like plus two, plus three. Like I will say, I will say that 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 pit wreck played out perfectly for his strategy, though. Yeah, yeah, it really did. Like towards the end there. Like when uh when when all that happened, so he was just like, because that was the first thing I was thinking of too, was like, damn, like the odds could never have been more in his favor. Like Katniss Everdeen is somewhere smiling <laughs> right now. Katniss, yeah, I'm not even gonna go to it. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was just like I said, this race was just so insane. This was the Dega we didn't get, and <laughs> that's the way I look see, at it. See, I, I disagree. I thought it was a terrible race. No lie, I thought it was an awful race. I. For the people that like wrecks and all that shit, it was a great race. There wasn't wrecks, though. They were just cutting tires and going to the wall. There wasn't like big wrecks that kaboom boom flashy shit happening. You know what I mean? Uh, did, were you not bothered though by how long they would be under caution, just making laps? It seemed like it was ridiculously like just poorly managed. I don't know. I thought lap. I thought stage three got entertaining and. There was some good passing between Harvick and Hamlin, and, and the, the Hamlin drama was good. But all the stage one and stage two drama was – it was not a good race for it me. It was more I mean, of a mess. Kind of, yeah. It was just it was a mess. mess. Like, the, this race a was package. a mess. Xfinity's yeah. been more entertaining than, than the Cup Series. Speaking of that, dude, did you catch any of the road course race? I know it was 4th of July. You might have been out and about. But did you catch any of the road course race? 15 minutes. Dude – They've got to stick with that, and I would love to see a cup race there. I would love to see the Pocono weekend needs to go to Indy. They need to do the Indy road course on Saturday, and they need to do the Oval on Sunday. Dude, that yeah. road course race was intense and was amazing. And, and it, a lot of it does have to do with the, uh, the high horsepower, low downforce that they have because it's flipped for the cup cars. So, you know, Matt Benedetto has been, been outspoken about that, how he wants that to come back, and I think it should come back. So maybe maybe we'll see you know the uh, the NASCAR overlords have a change of heart um, coming yeah. into uh, next season. Uh, unfortunate break though for Matty D in this race. He was running so well, dude. Got caught up with Austin Dillon, I think, towards the end of the race, wrecked, and fell back. Um, but yeah, other than that, dude, like yeah, it just with Indy itself, like it's kind of hard. Like restarts, you're gonna get that entertainment factor there, like this excitement. But anytime you got money on the line, like we do every week, I mean, I know we, we cater more of our watching style to like our bankroll. So, and everybody else that listens to us and you know reads our content and that puts money out on shit, like they're the same way. Um, but as far as just a fan, just a fan of racing and NASCAR fans, um, you know, I have, we have a lot of NASCAR fans that I follow on Twitter and just kind of keep up with everything they're talking about, what they're saying, what they're seeing that don't have money on this stuff. And, you know, they were, they were all just like, Oh my God. Like, you know, it's just a, it was more of the drama of just like, why, 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 why? So I try to, I try to get into both sides. Um, I hear you. I hear you. I just, I just wish that we could have had a little bit more like good, old-fashioned passing and racing and i saw a terrible tweet or it was a it was a good tweet but it pointed out something terrible about the race is that it was very very late in the race and someone's like we just had our very first green flag lead change it's like basically there was no lead changes it's tough dude like i mean if you got a really good car at indy at indy like once you get off the line you've got a very short window because you mm -hmm. get somebody like Harvick and Hamlin or whoever into that clean air, 
dude, you see yeah. the, 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 the leads, like four, five, six-second leads. I think at one point, I'm pretty sure Hamlin had like a 10-second lead at one point on, on Harvick. It quickly closed, but yeah. it's just that kind of stuff that happens at Indy, man. Like, it, it puts so much pressure on the restarts. I mean, you, gotta, you, have to, you have to get the lead on the restart, or you feel like you have to get a lead on the restart because you know once that person gets that clean air, even if you're a mediocre car – you probably have a good shot of leading um, some laps. So, you know, I understand it's part of the game. It's part being being in clean air is part of the strategy, and that's part of getting the pole and all that. But I just would have liked to see a little bit more action besides people blow, cutting tires. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. And, look, we're going to get a lot more of that action probably coming into, like, Kentucky. Like, we're getting a little bit more into, like, the uh, the more natural ovals. So now that we're going to be going back there, things are going to be changing up. We're getting more into that normal style NASCAR racing, as you would call it. But um, really historic, another historic back-to-back win for Kevin Harvick um, at the Brickyard. Always awesome to watch those guys celebrate. It was cool to see Chase Briscoe celebrate this thing um, on Saturday. I'm starting to kind of like that guy too, man. Like SHR's Xfinity team. SHR in general. Let's just talk about them for a minute. Eric Almarola coming back with what a third another top five dude he's on fire right now cole custer mr. getting no the top personality five. yeah bacon man bacon man bacon man mr no personality is actually becoming a personality by not having a personality right that was kind it, of hard to say. so strange but he still has no personality whatsoever yeah. we we, we got to work on this we, we got he's got a rocket there at this point he's all in he can't, he can't he can't change he's too deep yeah he still needs to be that guy people don't remember he's idaho if he was a state, he would be Idaho. Sorry, <laughs> but, all our Idaho listeners. Yeah, we love you. They they'll understand. But yeah. uh, but yeah, eat a potato. Um, but dude, SHR's got it figured out, man. I think out of all the teams, like right now, as far as just like the the quick strategy, like as a whole, SHR is that 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 squad. Um, JGR just seems to be Hamlin, Chris Gabehart. Um. You know, we, we see Martin Truex at certain areas. But so at, at that point, I think it's just more the driver and the track and the uh, how they the driver and the track mesh. But as far as performance, bringing the heat, getting these cars right and getting things set up, SHR. Like, dude, Tony Stewart, man. Tony Stewart and the, and the Haas. Oh, Tony. And the Haas boys. Yeah, Stewart Haas has been – has been crushing here recently. I'm wondering if it's going to continue at Kentucky. I mean, I guess I guess we have no reason to think it won't. So I, I can't I can't think it won't. And like I said, it's way too early to really start looking into like stuff for Kentucky. But um, I could probably go ahead and tell you now that I'll definitely have some some SHR at Kentucky. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Um, so just kind of backtracking a little bit, looking at uh, just some of the DFS stuff from today. Obviously, Bowman had. A really bad day, um, just right there towards the end. Uh, Hamlin, just brutal, uh, minus 22. God, just looking at some of these right now. Like the place differential points, just 33 for Algaier, 11 for Kurt. It's just, like I said, it's just this was the weirdest indie race I think I've ever watched in my entire life to sum it all up. And, we've uh, had a few of that this year that I feel like we've said that before. It's the well, the weirdest indie race. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. The weirdest yeah. race at Indy that I've ever. Well, seen. How many? How many really weird DFS weeks have we seen there now? And just the past six weeks, I feel like three of them have been bizarre. 
Dude, I stopped paying attention because it's just like this whole year, this whole everything is bizarre. But the, the beauty of it is for you guys listening, for you guys watching, and, and for me and you just conversating about this, dude, the beauty of this is, is that we're at a point now, and I probably already said it, and I'm going to say it again. We're at a point now to where we finally can start to really see what's going on. And I think that from here, the only place we have to go is up because now I think we've got some certain things figured out. You know, we, we know that Kevin, we know that Kevin and Denny are them boys. Okay. They them boys. Hold up, hold up, making noise in the DFS lineups. Okay. I'm happy with the way it's going. I'm happy with the DFS game. I mean, I've been, I mean, that's two weeks in a row I've crushed. So uh, I think the, the, the part that really screwed me was Talladega and the race before Talladega when we were at Randy's, that's the two that got me. You want to talk a little bit about, or, or do we want to wait and tease a surprise for this week on Twitter? You want to talk a little bit about? I can't jinx it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Right. So can't speak, but you guys that are listening to this, you got to make sure you're following at Chef Boyardine on Twitter. So we're going to give you a little tease. There might we be something. Teasing. Yeah. There we may be teasing. something to see. Maybe maybe With a little Kenseth, something to see. The Kenseth and Custer overweight, and I was overweight on Kenseth, Custer, and Kevin Harvick. So there, there's your tease. Yeah. That's as much Thanks. as we'll give on this episode. Um, so may have some more coming up. But, yeah, so there is that. And uh, so, like I said, you, you know, you were overweight on those guys. I had the, uh, the Harvick hit. Everybody else that, that hit on Harvick, please tweet at me, at Garage Guy Chase. Um, let me see that. I'm putting in my articles every week, you know, about four guys that I'm putting money on that I like. Um, there probably would be a couple of changes coming up in the near future for how I handle that. But, you know, every week, if you guys are putting money on these guys that I'm giving you on my picks articles on a roto baller, I want to, I want to see you guys and I want to celebrate with you guys. You know, I want to sweat it out with you guys. So hit me up at garage guy, Chase, send me a DM, you know, I'll be there and respond to you. I know chef boys the same way. Drew, Drew's always making sure that, uh, you know, we, we, we like to, we like to connect with you guys and we like to uh, keep the camaraderie going. Sure. And if you subscribe to Roto Ballers NASCAR premium content by using promo code garage, you can get the, uh, the premium Slack chat. I know Drew's in there a lot. I have yet to really be in there much. I need to get in there a little bit more maybe, but uh, I know that you're in there a good bit. There's, there's also some guys already in there that um, have been in there for a while and they, they're always talking uh, lineups, whether it's NASCAR or if it's any sport. So it's a, it's a great place. Um, a lot of people are active in there. I've done it a few. I've done it a few times for NASCAR slates, and I always tell people when I'm there, like, don't be afraid to tag me if I'm not active on the Slack. And if they tag me, it'll get a notification, and I'll hop in there and answer questions. And so either either the Slack chat or just hitting us up in Twitter DMs is fine. So either way, yeah. either way it goes, we're here for you, the Garage Guys. Uh, always down to chat about this stuff. But yeah, big takeaways from this episode. Um, Michael McDowell is now known as Mike Mack. We're uh, establishing that in NASCAR. So if anybody, you hear anybody saying Mike Mack, you say, oh, you listen to Garage Guys. You let them know what's up, Mike Mack. If you know Mike Mack, tell him uh, that he's got a guest spot waiting on him because we need to chat. Um, and then also, uh, I think one more we got to say, one more thing we got to highlight, Christopher Bell. What's up with him being priced up so high and doing well, and then when he's not priced up high, he don't do well? Yeah, it's quite frustrating. I know I've talked about him in my tier notes on my rankings page, on my strategy notes. I think 
both times that he's been priced above 11,000 or above 10,000, we've basically chased, I think me and you both agree that we, we can't prioritize him over, you know, the Harvicks and the true X's and the big boys. Yeah. Um, although this week I, I definitely prioritize bell over, over a true X, but for the, for the vast majority of the expensive guys, um, it's just hard to justify paying that price for bell, but maybe he really is somebody we didn't take note of. I mean, it just seems like when he's cheaper and he's easier to fit in your lineups and still be able to get Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin, um, he kind of drops the ball. But Screws the pooch. Yeah, screws the pooch. would say. <laughs> yeah, that DK he, pricing is still weird. I mean, I still don't think he's worth that price. I mean, he, he needed a top 10 today to, to pay that off. It's all and place differential is what they're looking at, I think. Like Where does he but, gotta be? But but they price down. I mean, why is Ryan Priest fifty six hundred if they're just looking at place differential? I think it's just because they make the 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 I guess the assumption that oh well that's you know some JGR equipment you know with Levine yeah. Family Racing. So that's probably what they do. And then um, just knowing they that be doing something right. I mean, Christopher Bell is just he dude. He was a damn good driver in Xfinity too. So I mean, like you know, he is a damn good driver. I'm not gonna say it was just an Xfinity. He's a damn good driver. Did he so, finish? Where did he finish today? Did he fall outside the top ten? Believe yes, I believe he finished twelfth. If I'm not mistaken, let me fact check that. A... Yes, twelfth. That's huge place differential points. You know, and he was up there, dude. He was he was the guy. He was the one sending Denny Hamlin to the moon. On that last restart after Bowman. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's another one. He's another guy. I was 70% on FanDuel on him. I put him 70%. Yeah, that was huge. So, I mean, great great day in the DFS world for, for Chef Boy, as always. Great day in the, uh, in, the, in the sports betting world for the garage guy. Great day for garage guys in general. Um, great race, even though it was a mess. Um, yep. Excited for Kentucky. This has been good. I know we're both tired boys. So, yeah, we about, we about to shut it down, but you're probably just getting your day started. And so you need to get out there and attack, celebrate. If you hit the Kevin Harvick with me, celebrate those tickets. You checked out Drew's rankings and you hit big on FanDuel or DraftKings. Celebrate. That's what it's all about. And we will be back for episode 178 very, very soon this week. Getting ready for Kentucky. But as always, follow me at Garage Guy Chase. Follow Drew at Chef Boy Ardeen. Clap. Little golf clap. You want a sports party repeat us, or, or do I need to do it tonight? No, that's all you. I was golf clapping for your plus six hundred on Harvick or whatever, plus eight hundred. You were pumped. I know you are. I'm still. Yeah, I still am. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Look, y'all have a great day. Go rocket. Positive energy in. Positive energy out. Always sports party. Repeat. It's the garage guys. 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 The garage guys, it's 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 the garage guys. It's 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 the garage guys.
It's, it's the Garage Guys.